All right. Welcome, everybody. Everybody. Everyone and their body. Uh, specifically, your ears. I'm going to need your ears on your body so you can hear this podcast. Uh, great show today. Uh, I have a very uh, special guest. He's been on the uh, podcast before. He's an innovator. He's a uh, he's a madman. He's a now a stand-up comedian, which we're going to talk uh, to him about. Um, he's controversial. He's edgy. He's a nutbag, but we love him. Uh, my buddy Tom Green uh, from the Tom Green Show, from the movie Road Trip, uh, from all the other places you've seen him and heard him. Uh, funny, interesting, crazy guy all day here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You are causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, brah? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Hey, everybody, this is Harland Williams, Dorme Vu, Dorm. Anyways, uh, what a great show we have today. Uh, this wild cat, this wild cat prowls the jungle. He walks amongst the creatures of the night, 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 night. Jerry. Uh, you, <laughs> there he is. You can hear him. He's prowling right now. He's a he's a he's a movie star. He's a TV star. He's he's written books. He's uh, he's now doing stand up comedy, and we're going to talk about that. He's got a brand new uh, stand up comedy special all that's right. tearing it up. But we're we're going to go through all of it today, ladies and finurdle flurgans. Oh please gosh. welcome my buddy Tom. Green is oh, here. Right. Yeah, great to be here. This is exciting. Right? Thanks for having me on the show, Harlan. This are, is exciting. Are you jazzed? I am really jazzed. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. This, this, is, this is your time, yeah. as, as Kurt Russell this... once said. Yeah. This is your time. Oh, yeah. Um, I like Kurt Russell. You do? Have you ever met him? I mean, you're a Hollywood guy. You've been no. around town. <laughs> no, I never met him, but uh, just like him. Just like his movies. I like it. What's your favorite Kurt Russell movie? Breakdown. The one where he breaks, oh, down, breaks and his down. wife gets stolen yeah. from like a dirty, flea-infested yeah. truck stop. Yeah, I like yeah. that because it reminds me a lot of you know, you know, you go out in these road trips and you're driving yeah. out across the country and you're in the middle of Arizona or Arkansas or yeah. Georgia or somewhere, and you yeah. always have that sort of nightmare scenario where you break down and get kidnapped by a bunch of hillbillies. Yeah, so, that would be weird. It happens. A, does it really happen in real life? They do hillbillies. Like, aren't they busy like making moonshine? Like, do they have time for a big, you know, uh, hostage taking yeah, situation? Yeah, they drink the moonshine, then they go out and they get hog wild. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that moonshine gets them all hog wild up. Son. Yeah. You hear about the guy in the pa- in the news today who got eaten by his own hogs? Get out, a farmer. In what? Oregon, yeah. went out to feed his hogs, yeah. and then basically 
he didn't come back for an hour, so his brother went out to see what was going on, and all they found were his dentures. Come on. They ate the entire body, bones and everything. So the hogs went hog wild? They went hog wild, just so, like those hillbillies out in Arkansas. But the difference is the hogs didn't ask for ransom. They just, like, they yeah. went past the kidnapping and yeah. just ate them. Their ransom was the meal. Wow. That was the farmer, yep. Wow, I think man. maybe he might have had a heart attack or something. Oh, okay. Down. So they didn't, like, attack him well, like a pack of wild they, lions. They, no, well, maybe they did. They maybe they know. did. Hogs are dangerous. Remember in Hannibal, the movie yeah. Hannibal? Yeah, yeah. he fed all the people that he killed. Remember the pig farmer up in, in, in British Columbia who yeah. killed all the people and the hogs? He fed all those prostitutes to yeah. all the hogs. Got all those prostitutes. Yeah. He fed them to all the... The, the prostitute hog feed. Hog yeah. feeding guy up there and and, and the, nothing, the movie snatch remember snatch yeah. they had the the hogs yeah. they, they uh, fed oh, yeah. the bad guys to the hogs mm -hmm. wow i had no now i'm scared of bacon yeah. thanks to you yeah, i was gonna good. have bacon and eggs tomorrow but screw it I, i'm scared i think bacon's the reason why they're so angry in the first place yeah that's it yeah it's payback it's time biatches yep Wow. So, um, but wow. absolutely absolutely well the my favorite i think my favorite kurt russell movie is Probably Escape from New York and The Thing. Oh, yeah. Remember those the ones? The Thing, the original Thing. Well, the original Thing was a oh, black yeah. and white horror movie. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, The Thing, The, the Thing. thing. They remade oh, well, the, the, the Thing with Kurt Russell. The second Thing. The yeah. second one, and then yeah. they did a third one last year, and it was like a lemon. Yeah, The Thing is actually my favorite Kurt Russell movie. Oh, it is? Yeah, now that you mention oh, it. Oh, so Breakdown just got pushed. It's to second, yeah. I wonder if the thing... And I actually have not seen Escape from New York. Oh, come on. Yeah, can you believe that? Oh, dude. That's you... one of those movies I haven't seen. And another movie oh. I also haven't seen, and I know we've talked about this. What? And it's a very similar veined movie. What? In a similar vein. Yeah. Is uh, Blade Runner. Oh, my God. See, haven't I... seen it. I get jealous when I hear this because when, when I hear people that haven't seen a great movie, yeah. I'm like... God, I wish there was a movie, a great movie that I haven't seen. Yeah, now you get to see. I get to see it for the first time. Oh, I'm, I'm saving it. The problem is, I've seen. I'm such a movie junkie. I've seen everything, man. Yeah, but you're lucky. There's a whole library of I stuff a you haven't of, seen. A lot of glaring holes in my filmography. Oh, dude, 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 dude. Well, let's uh, let's move on from Kurt Russell because I want to ask you, Tom Zachary Green, and I don't even know if that's your middle name, but it feels right when yep. I say it. Absolutely, it is Th my. Does middle it name. sound right? Yeah, it is my middle name. Okay, Tom Zachary Green, <laughs> and and uh, look, dude, people. A lot of people don't know this about you, and I want to spread the word. All right, because uh, Tom is now doing. He's been doing it for about two years now. Yeah. Tom was like, you know what? I've acted. I've written books. I've done TV. I've always loved stand-up comedy. I've been a little nervous about doing it. Screw it. And as we know, Tom, you're, you're a pretty fearless guy. And Tom went, I'm going to do stand-up comedy. You went into it full bore. And now you're doing a full-on tour. You've got a full-on, like, special on Showtime. Yeah. Like, tell us about your stand-up comedy deal. Well, it's exciting. You know, as you know, I mean, I... I, I have dove into this full full force. Uh, yeah. You know, you were actually 
you know, suggesting that I do it for years. He was saying, hey, why don't you go do this? And I, and now to, you know, when I first met you, yeah. I was 15 years old yeah. doing the amateur night in Canada. Yeah, this so was, you'd done it a little bit. Yeah, a little then bit. you stepped away yeah. from it for decades. Amateur, amateur night yeah. when I was 15, 16 years old. And that's a lot different from going a up lot and being different. the headliner in yeah. front of a sold-out house. Yeah. There's, there's not as much pressure. It was the dream was to, to go on tour and be on the road and just be out there traveling yeah. around, one-man band, rolling into town. Going hog wild. Going hog wild, like. yeah. getting yeah. on the mic. Party time, rock and roll, beers, women throwing themselves at you. Outrageous. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you know what it's like on the road, Harlan. Oh, man, I've been hit by many women. Oh, you it know what it's like. It hurts when the fat ones yeah. hit you. It's, outra- it's outrageous out there. It's hog wild. But, um, no, I, uh, I'm having a great time, and it's so much fun, and it's been really exciting because just uh, to be able to uh, do something so independent has been exciting, you know, because like, when, sh- when I did the show on MTV or when we made Freddie Got Fingered, there was always somebody that comes in at some point and says, no, you can't do that. Yeah. No, you can't do that. you got to change that. Mm-hmm. And then you have to get in a big argument about it, and then you win some of the arguments and you lose some of the arguments. And yeah. you sort of measure the success of the project by how many arguments you won versus yeah, how right. many you lost. Sure. Whereas here, there's not really any arguments. It's just if this is what I want to talk about, right? And, and it's, it's a lot of fun. I love it. And the audiences have been great. And everyone's been laughing and having a good time. And uh, it sort of started, you know, I was doing my web show in my house like yeah. this uh-huh. for years, which you did so many times. Raspberry yeah. Eyes, yeah, of course. Yeah, the Tom being, Green show. Yeah, one of the highlights of the web show uh, over the years. Raspberry Eyes. Was good, raspberry good. Eyes. Glad to hear it. And, uh, and, you know, you get the emails from people, and they say, hey, when are you going to come out to Chicago and uh, do a show for us? Yeah. Now I get to go to Chicago every year. Yeah, you're sh- going all over the country. Yeah, all over the place. Where can people go and look at your schedule and find yeah. out when so, you're coming to their so everybody, town? So everybody go to TomGreen.com and just yeah. click on Tour, and there's a tour schedule there. I'm doing it, and it's fun, and I got my new camera. I just picked up a great new video camera. And I'm going to start shooting a lot of uh, documentary videos and films as I'm traveling around and talking to people and stuff and putting them on my website. So I'm enjoying it. You're great like that. Tom, uh, just so you know, we've, we've traveled around. We've hung out. We've, we've been on adventures together. And Tom is like, he's fearless. Like He's like this videographer guy. Like You'll just be driving with Tom, and he'll just see something bizarre or weird that catches his eye, j- slam the car in park, run out and just start filming stuff. Yeah, like a rattlesnake or something. Like a rattlesnake or or a weird parade with people (laughs) in costumes or an old lady carrying, like, water on her head or just bizarre stuff. So people can look forward to that kind of stuff. And and also, you folks should know, um, you got to go out and see Tom Tour because I've seen him many times. We've actually done some shows together, and Tom is just like, manic on stage he's got great material but his energy is high he's running around he's he, nice. he's quiet he's loud he's he's the thing about tom as a stand-up is you kind of don't know what you're gonna get it's a little unpredictable and and to me that's that's part of the fun of stand-up it makes it a little dangerous and uh it's not you know even though tom has great material 
you don't get the impression that he's just standing there memorizing stuff, and it's a yeah. it's a great show to watch. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, that means no. a lot coming from you, Harland. You know, yeah. I uh, grew up, uh, you know, as a huge fan of yours first before we got to become friends. Yeah, that's right. I was actually just thinking about it while I was driving up to your house here. You know, driving up through these windy canyons of Hollywood. Yeah. Thinking, yeah, this is kind of amazing. First of all, we live pretty close to one another. That's right. That's thing, how right. amazing is this? That you know, wasn't that long ago I was a little fifteen-year-old kid going down to the comedy club to see Harlan Williams <laughs> every time he came to town in Ottawa, Canada. Ottawa. Yuck, God. yucks. Maple buds. in the basement of the Beacon Arms Hotel oh. on Albert Street. Oh God! And now Hard here wild. we are. Here we are. Twenty something odd years later. It's unreal. And I'm driving up to your house, and we're buddies, and we're making videos and we're, podcasts we're and, still making them laugh dude yeah that's, it's amazing that's it's our amazing lot in life two canadian uh jerry's oh J- jerry's we we <laughs> actually did a video called the two jerry's that you can yeah. find on the YouTube. lost jerry is it still on youtube oh yeah yeah uh, we did this stupid video where it's uh me and tom we won't tell you much about it, but it's two guys that wash up on a beach yeah. in their business suits, and that's that's all I'm going to say. Watch it. We hope you like it. Yeah, Lost Jerry's on YouTube. Um, now you get a lot of fans, and uh, you know, I know, I know, you know, you're like me. Like every comedian, fans like to come up after the show and shake your hand and do pictures. And uh, what do you do if a fan gets too aggressive? I, I know you had a situation where a guy got overly aggressive, and you might not want to talk about it, or you might. But there was that one guy that kind of it sounded yeah. like he assaulted you. Yeah, and- yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't want to have any copycats out there, but I did have a guy who came up with his video camera and he said he wanted to take a picture, but then yeah. he actually kind of sort of sort of did a little one. Let's just call it a happy slapping incident, okay? Yeah. Uh, you Because I don't really want any copycats of this uh, yeah. particular thing yeah. out there. But it was, a sh- it was sort of a shocking thing. He thought he was trying to be funny. I think it sort of could sort of be tied back to this sort of, uh, shock comedy kind of thing that's out there, you know, with with the you know, so you know, it, it was a little bit of a of a of thing, but that that doesn't happen very yeah, much. Yeah, that happened one time, and you know, actually, generally people are really just super nice, and everybody's really um, super, uh, you know, super cool after the sh- show. But I, I like the thing that's weird is like some people just like. I don't think they realize how close they're standing to you, you know, when people stand really close yeah. to you and they're talking to you and they're real they're kind of it's exciting after the show. People are having fun. They've had a lot to drink. Oh, Everybody's yeah. it's been a they're party. Excited. And then all of a sudden they're half an inch away from your face and they're talking really loud and there's a spit coming oh, out of their God. face flying into your eyes and stuff oh. and into your mouth and you just oh, know you're God, you're picking SARS. up like gonorrhea and everything oh, flying up. into your mouth. So oh. I had a guy this last weekend. I was doing a gig, <laughs> yeah. and this guy came up. Couldn't have been nicer. Yeah. Like the nicest guy you know you've ever seen. Yeah, and through no fault of his own, just uh, I guess his lot in life. This guy had the breath of like that <laughs> outhouse in Schindler's List. Remember yeah. when the kid was standing right. down? I yep. mean, this guy had Schindler's List outhouse breath. Yeah, it was it That's... was like. It literally could have killed hundreds of thousands of people. It was just awful. Yeah, absolutely. Like almost, I almost like had the dry heaves. And yeah. he was like, hey, how you doing? You wanna, Great show. You, you, you want to like, say something, but oh. then you don't know how they're going to take it. So you just sit oh. there and you breathe wow. it all in. For, 
But oh. I mean, these, these are these are few and far between. Yeah, these are the exception to the I'd rule. Say the thing that I really like a lot about touring is after the show, you know, I go out and sell my T-shirts and stuff. Yeah, but it's kind of fun to just hang out after and. You know, everybody comes out and you sell your T-shirts and you have some beers and, you know, you take pictures for everybody's evil Facebook pages. Yeah. The pictures get sent to you on your Twitter and then your girlfriend sees it on Twitter and then she, you know, breaks up with you and (laughs) all that kind of stuff. No. Yeah. But, uh, you know... Yeah, it's, it's it's an odd thing, you know, the, the Twitter and, and, you know, with everybody's camera now. Like, when you yeah. do the show, everybody has a, has a cell phone. Yeah. So, of course, after the show, every single member of the audience, of course, has to get a photo. Oh, it's, and then it's... you take your photo, which is fun to do. But then you're sort of, like, being tracked as you go around the country. Like, if you go in a restaurant, everybody's got to... And I'm, I don't want to be the guy that complains about, oh, no, too many people want to take a picture with me. Yeah. What, what a fucking asshole. Am I to yeah, say that? Right, you know? right, of course, right. it's an awesome thing, you know. People, but it's just getting a little weird, I think, these days because people sometimes that you know, sometimes like you'll be in, in the airport and some old lady will want to come take a picture of yeah. you, and I'm looking at her, going like, I know you actually probably fucking hate me. Like you probably are the yeah, person right. that hates Freddie Got Fingered. Yeah. You watch Freddie Got Fingered. You hated it. Hate you, you, you know, you know, you, you you can't stand me. But now yeah. you want to put a picture on your fucking Facebook page. Yeah, that's just like hypocritical, yeah. man. Yeah, but I, I I always am happy to take a picture with everybody because it is a lot of fun, you know, to to sort of track that sort of electronic digital information that's just spreading around the world like a virus. What about this? You ever get the people that uh, they want to take a picture with you and you think, oh, nice, a picture, and all of a sudden they hand you something, like like the magazine they're publishing or yeah. there's a shirt with their logo on it, or they, yeah. they try to get you to do yeah. like a free, can we yeah. take a picture together? Oh, and by the way, yeah. would you hold up this logo from my steak shop? Yeah, or it's a video and they want you to talk about something. Yeah, and, it's, and, yeah, and, and they, they, they yeah. try to get you to, do, they try to trick you into doing a free endorsement for yeah. them. Exactly. So those people, I'm going to say it for the record, we do not like those people. Yeah. But everyone else. Always we, happy we like. to take pictures with people. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a nice thing uh, to be able to tour around the world and have uh, people be positive. And, and that's, I think, what's the most fun is, is just the positive energy that is, is always in the air. Like, it's, it's, it's gotten to the point where, you know, I really get a real adrenaline rush out of doing the shows. It's yeah, a real oh, nice yeah. thing. I can tell. It's, I can tell you way, love it. Yeah. It's way more fun than, and, than making the television show or making movies to me. Because wow, it's like, that's big. Yeah, yeah well, you It's know, that I, freedom. I think it's all that freedom. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's just sort of like that actual... I get nervous before I go on stage, right? Sure, I, I get which a rush. is which is good. It's like yeah, these nerves that build up, and then it's a release, and it's like endorphins. And, yeah, yeah. You no, know, I don't get that sitting around in a trailer waiting to go out and say some line that somebody wrote. You know, in a that, movie. You know, yeah. yeah, you know, it just isn't as much of I mean, fun. I don't yeah. think so. It's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. Now, you obviously people know you from from uh, you know the days of uh, the Tom Green show and all your pranks and everything. Has there ever been a prank that's lodged in your memory, in your head, that you regretted? Like, was there one prank that sticks out where you go, man, if I could take that one back, I think I might have gone too far. I shouldn't have painted that guy's car. I shouldn't yeah. have thrown the pig's head on that old lady's porch. Or, yeah. is, is there one out there that in the whole history of your amazing pranks where you're just like, oh, you man. Know, there's... <sighs> 
Just one. What's what's one? The thing is, is there's probably hundreds of them <laughs> that I should regret. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and I think I think the writing process for us was let's think of something that you should regret. Let's think right, of something right. that you shouldn't do. Right. And do it. Nice. And uh, that was sort of sort of created a sort of a scenario where now here I am, I'm a bit older, I look back at some of this stuff, I do say, what the hell was I thinking? But I also know what I was thinking. Sure. You know, what I was thinking was, <laughs> I'm living in my parents' basement, I'm making peanut buster parfaits for a living, and if nobody watches my public access show, like I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my you life. You worked at Dairy Queen? Yeah, I did work at Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Scrump delicious yeah. Tom Green. So there is a desperation in those early videos, which I find is 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 actually kind of, you know, a little bit outrageous and and and, and fun to watch for me now, looking back at it. But I I also don't really feel any different now than I did then. You know, right. I, I feel the same way that you have to do something sometimes a little bit extreme right. to get a reaction, even more so in this day and age, you know, you know, with, with there's being so much stuff out there, but you know, I, I, I don't really like to have regrets right. because uh, if I start regretting one thing, I'll regret the other thing. But what I mean is like, was there one that well, it, like, it was instance, like an accident? Like well, you, you, you had all the good intention. It was funny. It was goofy. And you accidentally like broke an old lady's cane or something. And you're like, oh man, like maybe things went awry. Or is there one in your head that, that you just were like, oh God, I wish that didn't happen. Or well, I you wish- know, look, look, I'll actually, I'll actually elaborate on not an accident but like things that i did for instance yeah. sucking milk out of cow's udders yeah. was something that i used to do yeah. semi-regularly <laughs> i would do it in different costumes dressed as captain kirk dressed as a police officer dressed as a fireman dressed as a spaceman captain kirk yeah, yeah. sucking a cow udder. Yeah, exactly. oh god and you know we were thinking okay this can't is, regret that this is outrageous here we are we got a rogers cable a public access cable show in canada they're not looking at what we're shooting. They're letting us air it. We know we're going to air this thing, and people are going to be tuning in on the local station and <laughs> see some guy sucking on an udder. I must and, suck yeah, the yeah, cow udder, Mr. Exactly Spock. squirting milk all over his face and wow. just thinking, what the hell are we watching? So at the time, being young and excited to <laughs> shock people and wake people out of their sort of you know, daily routine, uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> then you cut to a few years later, and... You know, I, I'm, I'm having a little bit of success. The show's on MTV. And then you get guys like Seth MacFarlane from The Family Guy writing into their show, you know, some horrible scene where, you know, he made me on The Family Guy. I'm Tom Green. Is anybody like me yet? You know, and it's a character of me sucking a cow's udder. Okay, and, and okay. It's like, it's like I'm a big asshole because I'm doing exactly what he fucking does on The Family Guy every day, yeah, which right. is do shocking stuff. Right, I thought right. it was sort of a hypocritical thing that he yeah, did. Yeah. And I sit there and I go, man, like... That's a bummer because I like the family guy. Yeah. And now they're sort of burning me for doing something that they sort of do. Yeah. And, uh, and, they and, might they, not and, and then you get people you coming up to it. you calling you an asshole because you suck milk out of a cow's udder. <laughs> it's like, 
I was just a kid fucking around making a crazy show. How am I an asshole? First of all, it was funny to me. It pissed off my dad. My dad's still pissed off about it. My dad looks at me. He's like, how could you? You know, the one thing I wish you didn't do, Tom, was suck milk out of that cow's So it's your dad's cause, regret, Because yeah, I think yours. my dad thinks of it like I'm sucking a dick or something like that. Oh but it's not, a, it doesn't, it's not a dick. Well, he's probably pissed because he went to the store every yeah. week and bought yeah. fresh milk in a jug, not, and yeah. here you are sucking a real cow, and he's yeah. like, Tom, there's milk in it's the fridge. Ca- it's an udder. It's a breast. It's like what did it feel a, like sucking, like sucking a, a boob? Is that what it feels like? Like a long old like lady stretched old out lady boob? Stretched out boob. Oh, is, is there? There's, there's no. There's, wow, it's like a wiener boob. No, no, but you know, it, it's soft, right? Though, it's isn't it soft? And it's delicious. And did, it's, do you it, get a lot of milk? Oh, like, did you get you, a did lot you, of milk. Did you make yeah. like little calf noises oh, and yeah. stuff? Oh like, yeah, it's, it's delicious, delicious. Oh yeah, wow, De- delicious treat. Did a cow enjoy. ever like kick you no, for sucking, that, no, or did the cows like that you suck their tits? That's something you have to worry about when you're sucking a cow's udder. You got to kind of <laughs> angle yourself right. I've yeah. sucked milk out of over five different cows, six <laughs> different cows in huh? uh, three different countries. Wow, uh, so, dude, uh, like you know, I hop. You know, I've, I'm a worldwide uh, cow, cow sucker. sucker yeah. yeah, I'm a cow udder sucker. And no kicks. You never got a boot or. Did I it? always was very aware. I would have my arm sort of like. Protecting blocking, your head. Protecting my head, yeah. Now, cows are indiscriminately. Kids out there, if you're thinking of doing this, I yeah. wouldn't recommend it. But if you do, use your Put arm, your arm to, to protect your face. And cows indiscriminately poo at whim. Like, they they, they could be walking. They could be laying down. Yeah. They could be staring at the sky. Yeah. Cows, they could be eating. They yeah. just poo. It's like their their asses are on automatic. Oh, yeah. ass- now, while you were sucking on a cow, did one ever drop a, a load? Never while dropped you were- a loaf. And okay. the, the, they would have fallen on the <laughs> Right, back. but I'm it just was, saying yeah. the, 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 the indignity of you yeah. trying to get a Being simple dairy treat. Down in all fours. And, and the cow drops a crap in the just middle of your to- delicious yeah. sucking. No, <laughs> never never <laughs> happened. Okay. But, and let me, let me just clarify. Clarify my little <laughs> rant and I rave there. Suck some my milk, little ranting Dr. and raving Spock. there about, yeah. about the Family Guy making fun yeah. of me for doing that. Yeah. When you ask me if I have any regrets, I don't. But not regarding sort of the, any of the shocking material, anyways. Maybe in my okay. personal life and other areas, I have. Sounded regrets, like but, your dad had the regret. But 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 I would say that I think it's more. I was very surprised by the reaction of of media at a certain point you know i was on tv on mtv and everyone was watching the show and it was fun and then all of a sudden there was this reaction that was hey let's 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 slam this guy because he's being a little too right weird right, for right. our liking sure and i was surprised by that reaction i have to admit because i i was always sort of under the impression that people in the media were kind of media literate enough to go okay that's crazy, but he's obviously trying to be crazy. And I think I think I think a lot of people just perceive that maybe I was actually crazy. Which I, I sometimes sit back, you know, I'm being serious now. Yeah. But I sometimes sit back and I say to myself, Wow, you know, would I have done everything differently knowing now what I know about the media and the way people perceive things? Would I have done anything differently? And I'm glad I, I, I don't I didn't know what I know now because I probably would have been afraid to try so much of yeah, that stuff, yeah. and I would have just been kind of doing this sort of show that didn't have any real, you know, um, you know, it was it was an adventurous show. You know, I went yeah, out wouldn't there have this, had you know, the guts. Yeah, that that show took a lot of guts, yeah, and, and was, whether people like it or don't like it, yeah. it 
it takes courage to be a, a fearless prankster like that and yeah. to do the stuff you did. I mean, that's what made the show a success. People would sit there and go, wow, look at this guy. I could never do that. Even if I was drunk, I couldn't do that. And this guy's just like walking into places and talking to people, and he's doing stuff unimaginable. And it's the thing that, you know, all of our dads probably said to us when we were growing up, you know, you can please some of the people and all of the people, half of the, what are some of the people, some of the, but it's really true. It's amazing. You realize when you get older, not everyone's going to react to everything exactly the same way. So That's even art, though it's man. hilarious to you, it's hilarious to your friends, it's hilarious to millions of people, it's hilarious to tens of millions of people, hundreds of million people, there's still going to be another 10 million people that, hate that think you're crazy, that yeah. hate it, that think you're trying too hard that you're desperate that you're you know that you know because you know they just they just want to take people down so but that's the price of being an innovator so when you sit there and think about those people all day you go oh yeah i kind of regret doing that because those those fucking douchebags that don't (laughs) like anything fucking don't like me and i can't regret things because of those people no you can't and one thing i know about you being your friend sometimes you let that stuff stack up against you and i think your fans and anyone listening would say let it go because I, th- I think people that are artists and creative, they have to follow that drive to do things in life and, and damned be the consequences, damned be the critics, damned be the naysayers. You know yeah. what I mean? I look at it like it's like stand-up comedy. You're up on stage and you're up there alone in a whole room full of strangers, okay? And some jackass from the back of the room goes, you suck. And everyone hears it, and the room goes quiet. And what I do in my head is like, you know what, dude? I'm the guy up here. You can say I suck sitting in the shadows, in the darkness with the masses, but I'm the guy up here with my head on the chopping block, and I'm going to keep going. And if you think I suck too bad, let's see what happens when you get up here, when you have the balls to get up here and do this. And you know what, sir? You will never do it. So I suck? Uh Uh-uh. I'm the guy here. Guess what, buddy? You suck because you're hiding in the shadows and you don't have any courage. Yeah. I think that's the f- the f- most interesting thing about really having thrown myself into stand-up the last few years and, 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 and doing as many shows as I've been doing. You sort of pick something up. I learn something every night, right? Yeah. And the first you know, first year of doing it, you, you didn't know how to deal with people in the audience who were having a hard time dealing with me yeah because you know when you look out at the audience and it's the same thing that i mentioned about critics and things it's alpha male personalities sometimes have a hard time being in the same room with one another sure alpha dogs they they want the limelight yeah so it's really sometimes odd when you're doing your show and you're murdering it and everybody's keeled over in laughter but you see one dude in the center of the room who looks like he's kind of like not too happy about things because not <laughs> sure. everyone's looking he's scowling, at him. Yeah. scowling. He's jealous. And, he's, and you can tell. And he, that's probably the guy that yells, "You suck!" Yeah, too. exactly, exactly. Yeah, he's so, got issues. So it's it, it's it's fun because you know I I, I I've, I've gotten good at ignoring those kinds of people. 
By the way, why Captain Kirk just to go back? Why why did Captain Kirk need to suck on a cow? Honestly, it's just because we had the costume. <laughs> <laughs> I love I never I've gotta see that. I know you have it somewhere. Yeah. But oh, it's on YouTube. It's all, it's all on I'm YouTube. I'm gonna find it. Go yeah. go find Captain Kirk's yeah. so, like you yeah. know, how often did he ever come to Earth? Yeah. And he comes to Earth on one of his many missions and decides to get under a cow yeah. and, and suck And I'm not it. really even doing an impression of William Shatner No, you're just anything. dressed like I just him. had the costume and <laughs> I went and sucked the udder off. Yeah, yeah. I love it. All right, let's switch gears. If two dolphins stuck their blowholes together, what would happen? Um, uh, you've got to know. I mean, who else can I ask? If they Herpes? St- oh, really? Yeah, I think dolphin herpes. Oh, really? Yeah. That's something wow. that you got to watch out for. Right, so if they rub the blowholes together, yeah. Dolph herps. Yeah, it happens. It's known. Oh. Yeah, I, I was... Ooh. You ever watched a lot of those Jacques Cousteau videos? Yeah. There's a few of them where they cover that. No way. So two dolphins rub their blowholes Dolph- together? When you go scuba diving, you got to watch dolphins. They'll come up and try to have sex with scuba divers often. And there's a lot of cases of people getting dolph herps. Really? Yeah, human so- beings... Pick it up. Wow. From the So in the middle of the uh, sexual intercourse, yeah. they're, they're like... They come up and... Yeah. They start making like dolphin yeah. sounds. But it's the blowhole you got to watch. Yeah. They, wow. They, See, they, I knew you knew. Yeah. I, I knew you knew. Well, let's move on to something a little more uh, metaphysical, if you will. And this, this is a real question. If you could perform a miracle like the way, you know, maybe Jesus did or, or uh, you know, anyone... What would what would a miracle be that you could perform? I know that's a big question. It's a weird question, but I, I know there's an answer in you somewhere. Well, let me give you an honest answer. Yeah. I wish, if, if, if we could perform a miracle right now, I think it would be nice to find a way to have people not react negatively towards one another through the things we talk about just now yeah. the guy yelling you suck from the back of the yeah, room yeah. that on the, that on a much grander scale is why we have war in this world people are jealous of one another oh that's our land this is my yeah, land we yeah. oh that was our land first we want the oh you're you got all the oil we want that oil let's yeah, shoot yeah. let's you know i just think if people could just if your people could just relax a little bit and not worry so much about who's got what and just peace on earth. That would be the miracle. Interesting. Now, yeah. let me ask you this, and I'm, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you, but let me be the devil's advocate. Would life be a little bit maybe boring if there was no conflict? Would it, would it get tedious? Would, would it be okay? You know. Well, I'd look at it like this. I think probably we wouldn't have to pay about 50% as many taxes as we paid because we wouldn't have to pay for this military industrial complex to pay for all these weapons that cost trillions and trillions of dollars so yes. we can defend ourselves against a bunch of bullshit. So I just think that would be a, a nice grand sweeping miracle. Now, mm-hmm. if I want to tone it down a bit and say something. It's a good one, by the way. Yeah. I like that one. I didn't want to say something selfish, like, you know, oh, yeah, threesomes every night with big-breasted <laughs> whores, you know? Well, that's kind of peaceful. <laughs> yeah. You know, that could be under the uh, umbrella. Yeah. I, I want to have all I can eat roast beef sandwiches <laughs> oh, for the rest of my life. That's you know? a good miracle. You know? I mean, you know, I, I, I was going to say something like well, that. Well, Jesus you know, made free, wine and, and yeah, bread. Free, free lifetime uh, season tickets to the Dodgers behind the dugout. You know, I don't know. I, I, I didn't want to say something selfish. So well, 
that's okay. I'd go for a sort of a that that's a, well that's a, a nice grander vision. It's a nice miracle. Yeah, I, I knew there had to be one in there. It's a, it's a nice, a very nice one. Let's do our quickie, and this is just a yes or no answer. Okay. Uh, can old people make cotton candy in their underpants? Yes or no? Can old people make cotton candy in their underpants? Uh, wild. That is wild stuff. That's a yes or no. Uh, I would have to say that I'm a firm believer that anything is possible, so I'll say yes to that. That's correct. You you got it correct. Now, Tom is a UFO guy. We got to talk about this. Uh You you have a fascination with UFOs. Um, You believe in them, right? Or has that changed? I know. I know there was a while there when we were hanging Um, out where you were like. You were like UFO crazy. I'm not 100% sure that an alien spacecraft crashed at Roswell. I'm not 100% sure that the Phoenix lights uh, were a spaceship or some military test thing. I'm not 100% sure if these sightings that we see or have videotapes of or these... These you know phenomenon that have been widely reported are real. Yeah. Do I believe that there's life on other planets? Yes. Do I believe that they're capable of visiting the Earth? I believe that it, it with all the possibilities out there, and the, the 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 you know the fact that we're discovering new animals on Earth every year. They discover they yeah. just discovered a monkey in in uh, the Sudan or, or in, in in the Congo. A, a, a new species of monkey, a big monkey, a monkey like a giant monkey, like the size of a like a chimpanzee. Really? They, What's it called? It's called I don't know. It's on you. It's on CNN. When was this? This why, was why literally did I last week. I don't. I don't even know about it. A new species of monkey. It looks like a human being. First of all, it's Whoa. got big eyes. It's got a long nose. It looks more human. Maybe than some any dirty monkey. midgets got away from a circus it, or it something. It could be a dirty midget. Wow! It's it could dirty, be the dirty midget monkey. It looks like. Something that's incredible and whoa! You know, it's a large, what's it called? It's just I, I'm not sure. I forget. Wow! They came well, up, can they, we just call it the dirty midget? I mean, first of all, they didn't now? have a name for it, right? Because they hadn't well, discovered it. Well, let's name it, it. Are you yeah. are you comfortable with yeah. dirty midget monkey? I think they named it. I think the guy that discovered it named it. He well, probably, it's so fresh. We could. Start I don't know a if we can. Name. I mean, look. If all of your listeners, yeah. Start to you know maybe lobby the National Wildlife yeah. Foundation or something like that. Audubon Society. Yeah, yeah. Are you comfortable with Dirty Midget Monkey? I mm. am. Well, I don't know. I mean, is is that politically correct? No, no. Okay, that's why I'm comfortable. Oh, with well, it. let's go with that. Then. Yeah, Dirty yeah. Midget Monkey. But you know, the, I guess the point I'm making <laughs> is the, po- the point I'm making, trying to make is yeah. that if we can have animals on this planet that we're that we discovering don't every about. week, then clearly it's possible that they have like ships that come in and look at us. If they have the ability to travel from another galaxy, then I'm sure they have the ability to come visit our planet without being spotted. Some sort of cloaking device. Yeah, cloaking. Some sort of, you know, like they have in Star Trek. So they, they uh, maybe, down. maybe, you know, if they're wearing a cloaking device, maybe yeah. when we do accidentally see a UFO or maybe not by accident, Maybe they're just flashing us. Yeah. Maybe they opened the cloak, yeah. flashed us, and then closed the cloak up again. Yeah, I would like that. But I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm like not one of these people that is believes every theory that they have an alien in Area 51, or yeah. that they have the ship, or okay. any of that stuff. I, I, I don't say I absolutely 100 percent think that's impossible. Yeah, but I also 
I agree, uh, by know, the I'll way. I'll tell you something that I, I did once when I was doing my show on MTV is we yeah. went to Roswell, New Mexico, oh, where cool. the crash happened. And we went and we found some old timers from the Air Force who actually were there, said they were there yeah. when, Ro- when the ship crashed. And could you verify that they were there? or that, did they, they claimed just say- to have been there. Okay. okay. So we found these old timers, everyone in the town, they've been talking about it, and these people have believed it for, for years. And, and uh, we got an interview with them. Yeah. And basically, I went and met with this, you know, again, this was not something that I regret, but this is one of those ones that you feel kind of a little bit bad about. Cause oh, was, here we go. I think we might have found it. Okay, here ni- we go. He was this nice old man, and he was <laughs> oh, in his 80s. And he you was didn't old- suck his udder, did you? No, okay. no, no, no. Um, I interviewed him about the Roswell crash, and he yeah. was one of the guys that said that he saw the alien in the hangar when they wow. took it to the hangar and the staging area. So they have the actual hangar is there yeah. on the runway at Roswell. Okay. It's the largest airstrip in the world that's not really being used. Like this, this massive airstrip in yeah. Roswell. They use it for FedEx, uses it to train sure. their pilots and stuff okay. like that. It's an empty runway yeah. with a couple of hangars where supposedly they had the aliens after the Roswell crash. Okay. So we took this old timer, this man, this 80-year-old man, sure. down to the hangar to walk through the hangar with us and describe what he saw. Yeah. But when we walked into the hangar, we had pre-staged a fake alien with a bunch of guys in lab coats. Oh, man. And so when we, walked, we, when we walked into the hangar, I basically as a young sort of hyperactive and excitable prankster started freaking out as if I thought it was real gun. Oh my God, it's the, an alien, yeah. an alien. Yeah. And the guy of course realized I was taking the piss out of him and mocking him and got really angry oh. and stormed away. And then so. I of course followed him with the camera and it was sort of this situation uh-huh. that was a little bit uncomfortable. But what, what I took away from it, I guess after all is said and done is that that 80 year old man truly, truly, truly did believe that he saw an alien in that hangar because he wasn't fucking around. Like yeah. He was mad at me for mocking something that has been something that was a very yeah, real right. experience for him for his entire life. It's like a lot of people that believe they've seen Sasquatch. Yeah. It, it ruins their lives because they see the Sasquatch, they people tell people, they're nuts. and then everyone thinks they're nuts. So... Wow, interesting. I did not get the impression that this man was nuts. I did not get the impression yeah. that this man was making something up. I got the impression that the guy saw something and believed it, and that sort of makes me think, wow, that's pretty interesting. Maybe there was something there. And what's very interesting to me is that it took us a real roundabout way. We went into the topic of outer space to actually hit on your one regret from your pranks. Yeah. We found it, and yeah. interestingly enough, I don't regret it. It ties just, together with Captain yeah. Kirk, yeah. another I, space. I, I, I don't really regret it because it was pretty funny. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you regret it. I can tell. Yeah, a little bit, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, by the way, if I had a UFO, you, you know those big round discs that uh-huh. they look gigantic. Yeah, big round flat disc. You know what I'd do? I'd I'd fly to Seattle, Washington. I'd I'd hover right over that tall space needle that they have, and I'd lower the hull of my round disc on the space needle and start scratching. Yeah. 
Take us to your leader. Take us to your take us to your take us to your leader. Leader. Take us to your leader. Leader. <laughs> and by the way, I regret saying midget monkey, new midget yeah, monkey. See? No, I don't regret it. Oh, I'm just okay. kidding. I was trying to reel that um, in. Here's one for you, buddy. Since, yeah. you know, we've touched on some funny stuff, some serious stuff. You might want to take this down funny street or serious street. What year will World War Three start and who's going to win it? And I don't even know who it's between. We, you're you're going to give us the answers. What year do you think it'll start? World War Three. Well, III. a lot of people say that the end of the world is 2012, and that's the year we're in right now. The Mayans are some of those people. The 2012. Right, but I'm talking about a World War Three instigated well, by the, the I government. Think I, think I think it's very possible that World War Three could start this year, just by the way everybody's talking about Iran right now and, and really? what's happening with uh, you know uh, wep- with uh, with uh, uh, nuclear. Uh, Proliferation. They're worried yeah. about Iran getting a bomb, and mm-hmm. you know maybe Israel may strike them unilaterally. And yeah, it could be the beginning of World War Three. Wow. I think wow. I think we're on the cusp of uh, some very, um, you know, World War Three shocking times. You know, you have Russia and China could potentially back up Iran, yep. and then it would be the Western world against the Eastern world. Who wins? Can you hazard I, a guess? I think it's possible that, um, you know, everybody loses this next big one, you know? Good Just, answer. Yeah. Good answer. Everybody so a loses. total annihilation of, of yeah. the human race? Yeah, and then 2012 prophecy comes true. The minds were right. And then 2013, the Amish survive and yeah. start that all yeah. up. Yeah, and they just sort of make their butter with their butter churns. Yeah. And, and, uh, so Earth, beca- Earth becomes Earth-ish. A, a the Amish take over Earth and yeah. it becomes Earth-ish. Yeah. That would okay. be nice. Well, there's a show. There's a lot of shows on TV about that scenario. Like there's this new one on NBC about that. I, I like those kinds of uh, end of the world doomsday kind yeah. of stories. But uh, the only problem with that NBC one, though, it looks like everyone just washed their hair with fructose. Yeah. And, the, you know, they, they, they're wearing sh- clothes from the Gap. Yeah. And they're all well manicured, and they look like they just ate it, you know, a three course meal at Ruth Chris Steak. Like, the, 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 <laughs> they the, what, they, did. what they forgot to put in there is the, uh, you know, the desperation factor. Yeah, I watched it last night for the first time, and uh, I've, I felt the same way. It's like every TV show now about the end of the world. In a lot of ways, they're all the same. Lost, you know, it's a, it's a, it's about the characters. It's a soap opera with some yeah. weird. You know, yeah. they had that one last year that I liked that got canceled about everybody going back into the dinosaur. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and again, that was the whole cast. It was models. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, nobody's ugly. Yeah. It's like all yeah. these people that survive holocausts yeah. and doomsday scenarios, yeah. they all just happen to be super uber good looking and could model for a, a futuristic magazine. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood, man. Hollywood. Well, hey, man, let's uh, let's wrap <laughs> things up with that, with the end of the world. And yeah. before we go, Tom, uh, we want you to tell the folks one more time about your special, yeah, your absolutely. stand-up comedy special, what it's called and where they can see it and, and plug your yeah, uh, website. Absolutely. It's airing on Showtime right now. Uh, it's uh, been airing for the last month or so. It's still airing. What's more. it called? It's called Tom Green Live, Yeah, uh, which is also the name of my Twitter address, Tom Green Live, at yeah. Tom Green Live. So add me on Twitter. Yeah. And 
and uh, come see me on the road. Get my tour dates on my website. And um, what's your website? TomGreen.com. There you go. At Tom Green Live. Yeah. And, um, and they should and probably do it quick because uh, you know, like you said, this is the end of the world. This is our yeah, last watch year. Watch it. Watch it quick. Hopefully, the world <laughs> won't end before the DVD comes out in yeah. February. And. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, and uh, thanks for having me on the show, Harlan. This has been awesome, man. Are you kidding? We love Tom Green. We love having uh, t- Tommy T and the T-Birds here. That's the nickname I gave him. Jerry. Uh, Jerry. We got to give a Jerry. Ready? On yeah. on three, yeah. let's give yeah. him a Jerry. Jer- three, oh. two, one. Jerry. Watch the Lost Jerry's on yeah. YouTube. Is that what it's called? Uh, Lost Jerry's. The yeah. Lost Jerry's. I think you guys will enjoy it. It's, it's a crazy video that Tom and I did on a secret, secluded, tropical island. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Tom, you're always a lot of fun. Love you, buddy. Thanks for being uh, on the Harland thanks, Highway. Watch Tom's special uh, go to Tom's website. You got to see him do stand-up comedy. He's he's gonna knock you on your ass. He's so good. And uh, until next time, everybody, chicken chow mein, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. Ray.